Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Over the sanctuary, would you join me in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1? Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Matthew 1, verse 23. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means a God with us the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel which translates to God is with us you may be seated in the presence of the Lord I want to preach today using as a subject I like getting presents I like getting presents would you look at the person beside you tell them that's my testimony that's I like getting presents. Comrades, I find it noteworthy that one of the very first things the Creator ever declared is that it's not good for man to be alone. The statement discloses that part of our original design and intention is that we are wired for camaraderie and companionship. The pandemic forced far too many of us to reckon with the inverse. We are still seeing the tremors of how detrimental it can be when you are involuntarily left alone. The penal system sometimes exercises the harshest terroristic legal tactic which is solitary confinement our eternal poet laureate Maya Angelou who regrettably has been reduced to one poem still I rise has another pre-piece that is equally riveting entitled alone which almost writes itself without the use of ink when she uh, picturesquely printed on paper. Lying, thinking last night, how to find my soul a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone. I came up with one thing and I don't believe I'm wrong that nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. She furthers, alone, all alone, nobody but nobody can make it out here all alone. 
And then Maya concludes, there are some millionaires with money they can't use. Their wives run around like banshees. Their children sing the blues. They've got expensive doctors to cure their hearts of stone, but nobody, no, nobody can make it out here alone. The wind is going to blow. The race of man is suffering and I can hear the moan because nobody can make it out here all alone. While Maya Angelou is a celebrated poet, she might as well have been a tenured human behaviorist because loneliness is not an objective or quantitative measure of relationship, but it is a qualitative one. The truth of the matter is you can be married and still be lonely. You can be popular and feel like you have been banished to the island of Patmos. The thing about loneliness is it condemns you without the possibility of parole to a sentence of being misunderstood, unseen, and unheard. The truth about loneliness is that it has a problem, loneliness does, with boundaries. Because loneliness doesn't just stop within the region of your emotions but it crosses the borders into the realm of psychology and physiology. Loneliness, if it is left unattended, leaves you predisposed to depression. Loneliness increases the chances of Alzheimer's. Loneliness infects your immune system. It raises your blood pressure. It pushes you towards heart disease. You're not going to believe it, but I've got to tell you anyway that the raw data has just come back that loneliness impacts your body the same way smoking cigarettes does. I remember that old train at the bottom of the hill that kept chanting, I think I can. But the truth is, somebody should have helped that train. People in church are always chanting, David encouraged himself. I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't want to keep doing everything by myself. You're not wrong for wanting affirmation. There's nothing wrong with you for wanting to be admired. There is nothing out of kilter that you hate having to always ask for help. Especially when they know the situation that you're in. Being alone is wearing you out. Tell everybody, keep your trophy. I'm sick of coming in first place for being strong. Being strong is played out. I'm sick of it. Tired of suppressing my tears. Tired of complaining under my breath. Tired of having to do the heavy lifting.
Tired of acting like how I was handled has not hurt me. Tired of having to do my share and your part. Tired of having to always entertain myself. Tired of being a better friend than a friend that I can find. It's wearing me out. Hearing the echo of my own footsteps in my house. Walking past the mirror so that I don't feel like I'm alone. The weight of loneliness will drive you to being addicted to social media. Can you imagine what is the psychological damage that you actually think the people you follow are your friends? It is so jaded our consciousness that you are offended that you didn't get a like. You're upset that they haven't commented on your page. You got so much free time, you want to see who has inspected what you had to say. Being lonely postures you to be pessimistic. It forces you to be a skeptic. It makes you avoid the risk that is attached to reaching out. It's irritating when you always have to initiate. Canceled plans will all either make you angry or they'll make you numb. According to Harvard Graduate School of Education, one out of three Americans have to bout with serious loneliness. And God sent me to tell you today, you are not one of the three because you are one in a million. I don't know where it is that you are, but I wish I had something greater and more profound to say, but I need you to lift up your hands. God told me to tell those of you who have ears to hear that right now while you are in worship, he is dismantling the spirit of loneliness. That whatever it is the enemy tried to whisper in your ear to convince you you are in it by yourself, it is a blatant, bold-faced lie. God is with you. I don't need you to turn to your neighbor because I'm talking to you, but God said, when you worship me, watch me peel back all of the layers of loneliness that you have had to contend with for the past couple of years of your life. If I be the man of God that he has sent and you know that I am speaking to you in this moment, I dare you to give God an unapologetic sound of worship that God is getting ready to raise up for you a sense of community. I need you to worship God like you know God is going to plant you in a position of belonging. That you are not going to have to force friendships or relationships. That God will give you foster care as an adult. That you will really have an authentic, legitimate sense of family from people who don't have your last name and do not have your 
your blood type that God will plant people in your life that you can have earnest conversations with that will go beyond the realm of the superficial and the shallow that God will sign your permission slip that you'll finally be able to be vulnerable without feeling like you are over communicating let God arise and let the spirit of loneliness be scattered and if you know God is talking to you give God a sound of thanksgiving knowing that God is our comfort I wasn't I wasn't perusing the book Loneliness, Human Nature and the Need for Social Connection by Dr. John Capio. Nor was I reading The Anatomy of Loneliness by Teal Swan. I was actually in Matthew chapter 1 where Joseph learns that his fiancee Mary has been impregnated by the Holy Ghost and is considering an annulment but gets convicted by the Spirit. I, um, I don't believe that God is going to let you be alone in the most critical season of your life. He's got to have somebody who will be planted into your space who will not be moved by opinion who will not be sometimey predicated on what other people feel, think, or believe. The company was not necessary for Joseph. The company was necessary for Mary because of what she was carrying. Y'all just miss what I said. There was too much you were carrying for you to be alone in this season of your life. You need somebody who's going to hold your hand through this and let you know you are not going to lose this. Everything that's in you is going to come out of you. What God promised you has got to come to pass. Would you look at the person beside you and tell them matter-of-factly, I'm going to stick with you through this. You have got to birth your assignment. You have got to birth your call. You have got to birth your idea. The people that left before today were never assigned to your destiny. But I'm standing in your midst because God ain't going to let you go through this. He knows you are in labor. He knows it's hard for you to sleep. He knows it's hard for you to find comfort. He's got to assign somebody. crazy thing is people think you are Superman when you're really just Clark Kent somebody gotta hold your hand while you push Lord send send somebody who will stick with me when they will get no credit for what I'm producing God I can't hear nobody in here Mary never had an idea that Joe was trying to leave. God fixed it behind her back. 
Lord, whoever is supposed to be in my space, don't put me in the fight. You deal with them in their sleep so I can stay focused on what my pure assignment is. Lord, don't allow me to be so lonely that I forget that you can deliver me from codependency. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel glory right here. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hiya. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They, they had every intention to leave you for dead. But God said, I ain't going to let you let them go out like that. The reason why you're giving him glory is there's a hedge fence of protection around your life. Even if you don't see my value, God sees what my future is supposed to hold. God put in position who's supposed to be here. The angel then announced, she will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is actually the fulfillment of the prophecy in Isaiah 7, when two kingdoms were fighting against the kingdom of Judah, but they were told the enemy forces will not succeed. Why? Because they have Emmanuel. Hallelujah. I'm preaching right now to somebody who's two rolls over from you, who's not dealing with one thing, but they're fighting two different battles at the same time. God says, I need you to know that I have a special oil on your life. I know you're dealing with all kinds of warfare, but do you think I'm gonna let you have a nervous breakdown before you break through? Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow you all the days of your life. Sometimes you hear people complaining over stuff that don't even matter and they got no idea of the pressure that's on your head. But you kick the sheets off every morning and realize I got too much to do to be sorry for myself. I got too much to achieve to roll over and play dead. Here's your shout. I got too many people depending on me acting like God don't know what I'm up against. Emmanuel! You are not alone because God is with you. Hallelujah. I need somebody to make that announcement. Just lay hands on yourself and shout out loud, God is with me. He's gonna help me fight these bills. God is with me. He's gonna put me in the house I'm supposed to live in. God is with me. He's gonna make sure I'm in relationship only with people who are not toxic to my assignment. God is with me. He's gonna heal whatever's going on in my family. God is with me. God said, you've been in this place long enough. But as of 12 noon, 
I need you to know you got back up that whatever the enemy thought he was going to do to you he got to go through God first you got the power of Emmanuel God is with you having having Emmanuel takes God out of the temple and puts God in your house the message translation of John 1 and 14 the word became flesh and moved into the neighborhood he didn't choose a gated community or a white picket fence but he chose a shanty with a girl who was home dreaming by herself. Jesus was born in a nation with a broken past, a grieving present, and an uncertain future. But he was with us. I need somebody, would you just wave that hand right where you are and just declare out loud, he's with us. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Wave that hand for me. Just declare he's with me. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Wave. Wave that hand. He's with my children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm trying not to cry. I feel the weight of his glory. I need you to wave that hand. He's in my house. He's in my living room. He's in my bedroom. He's in my children's room. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Emmanuel, God is with me. Hallelujah. He's, he's with me. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. God is with me. Hallelujah. From the top of my head to the sole of my feet God is with me because God is with me I don't know where my praises are then cancer can't be with me because God is with me lupus can't be with me because God is with me fibroids can't be with me because God is with me depression can't be with me God. Emmanuel gone. Hallelujah. He's with me. Be seated, please. Um, be seated. I'm begging you. I just, those of you who are online, just write it in the chat. God is with me. If, if that's too much, just type Emmanuel. Hallelujah. That's, we don't sing it anymore, but, uh, in the red hymn book, it, uh, it says, and he walks with me. And he talks with me. God, I feel my grandmother right here. And, and he tells me, hallelujah, I am his own. And, and the joy we share. Yes. As we tarry there, I'm, I've never known. He's 
Somebody shout, God is with me. He's with me. When I can't tell, he's with me. He's with me when I have no sign that he's with me. He's with me when I can't hear his voice. Hallelujah. He's with me when I'm just about to do something crazy. He's with me when I am. Um, think about taking my own life. He's with me when my lifestyle doesn't match his will. I'm waiting on five of y'all to shout. He's with me when I hate myself. He's with me when I can't forgive myself. Even when I can't see his name. When I have no evidence. He's with me. When he's slow to reveal himself. He's with me. He was with me in Genesis as the seed of a woman. He's with me in Exodus as the Passover lamb. He's with me in Leviticus as our high priest. He's with me in Numbers as a pillar of cloud by day. And a pillar of fire by night. He was with me in Deuteronomy as a prophet without peer. He's with me in Joshua as the commander of the Lord's army. He's with me in Judges as the judge and the jury. He's with me in Ruth as the kinsman redeemer. He's with me in First and Second Samuel as the seed of David. He's with me in Kings and Chronicles as our reigning monarch. He's with me in Ezra as our faithful scribe. He's with me in Nehemiah as the rebuilder of everything that is broken. He was with me in Esther as my Mordecai. He's with me as Job was as our ever-living redeemer. He's with me in Psalms as my good shepherd. With me in Proverbs as my wisdom. With me in Ecclesiastes as my raison d'etre. With me in the Song of Solomon as my secret lover. With me in Isaiah as the Prince of Peace. With me in Jeremiah and Lamentations as my weeping prophet. He's with me in Ezekiel as my bone collector. With me in Daniel as the fourth man in the fiery furnace. With me in Hosea as the faithful husband. He's with me in Joel as the outpour of the Holy Spirit. He's with me in Amos as our burden bearer. With me in Obadiah as my sovereign savior. 
with me in Jonah as the whale whisperer with me in Micah as the messenger with beautiful feet with me in Nahum as my stronghold and strong tower it's my with me in Habakkuk as a watchman in the east it's with me in Zephaniah because he's mighty to save with me in Haggai because he is the restorer with me in Zechariah because he is the pierced one with me in Malachi because he's the son of the righteous forget all of that he's with me because my mama said he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother he's a wheel in the middle of a wheel he is a doctor in the sick room he's a lawyer in the courtroom he'll never let me down lo he is with me always even until the end of the earth he's with me because he's with me I wanted to tell you that I just want his presence Keep the ring, keep the fur coat, keep the bag. Whatever you do, please don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. I want his presence. If that's where you are, I dare you to bathe in it for just one moment. Would you just lift up that hand? Open up your mouth. If you need more of him and less of you, put a mandate on heaven. I I just want, hallelujah. I want his presence. Here it is. And I want more of it. Consuming fire. Sweet perfume. Hallelujah. I need you to lift up that hand. He's coming in 60 seconds. Hallelujah. Let me hear without any music. Let me just hear you. Come on. This is. This is holy ground. Come on. I'm waiting on the worshipers. to see how a church would respond if I announce to you today that all you gonna get for Christmas is more of his presence 
I'm, I'm waiting on a, ma- a mature church that I'm not coming to God for nothing material. I need something spiritual from the Savior. Would you lift up that hand, open up your mouth, and just get into the presence of our God if what you need is his presence. Hallelujah. That what God is going to give you, listen to me, over the next seven days, is just a deposit of his presence. Watch this. Hallelujah. You get ready to get filled again with his presence. Whatever you got to do to get in his presence, I'm signing your permission slip to do that. If you need to sit down at your chair, do that. If you need to kneel at the altar, do that. If you need to lay prostrate before him, do that. If you need just a moment just to walk, I need you to be able to do that. But I want us to just be engaged and filled with his presence. That you can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. If that's where you are, come on. I need you to just get in his presence. Every person in the room, whatever you got to do to get in his presence. he doesn't come in a whirlwind sometimes he doesn't come in an earthquake sometimes he comes in a still small voice now you've been too far from God you've been too distant from him I want you to trust that his presence here it is is headed to your house that the presence of God is getting ready to fill your house I wish I was at new birth. I better say it again. I said the presence of God is about to fill your house. I want you to speak your address right here. Would you speak your address? If you believe that the presence of God is getting ready to fill your house. Lord, I speak over every lifted hand. That you'll give us more of your presence. We need more of you. We feel alone. We feel isolated. We feel dejected. You promised you would never leave us alone. That you would give us your precious Holy Spirit. Over that, God, we give you glory. We give you praise.
we give you thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you do me a favor, please? I need every person standing. Would you do me a favor? Would you just embrace somebody around you and just uh, affirm for them, you are not alone. You are not alone. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.